Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Taveshima Ayede. At the last episode, we ran over why customer service conversations are important when we're trying to get people to buy from us in the future. Not really trying to get them to buy from us in the future per se, but trying to discover what motivations they have for doing so and then working with that in the sales process. And so we're able to tease out that first of all, we have to confirm that they're satisfied with the product or the service. We want to be sure that they liked our wedding photography, that they thought our wedding planning was on point and that they thought the wedding cake looked magnificent. And we also want to find out the main reason why they bought um, from us. Because that is what is going to give us, uh, that's what will signal our USP, our unique selling point, which should be a key part of our selling process. For instance, there are some um, cake artists amongst us who think that their USP is that they make the best tasting cakes in the world. But if you ask your brides and your grooms, you might find out that, yes, your taste, your cakes taste really awesome. But the key thing for them was the supreme was the really beautiful architecture that you do and the sugar masterpieces and all that. You know, you might find out that um, your USP is that you create cakes that are a sight to behold, that you just put it up there next to the gazebo and everybody is thoroughly wowed. So if you ask um, enough past clients um, questions about these sorts of things, you now realize that perhaps you ought to tweak your uh, your sales messaging and your marketing messaging and not just harp on the fact that you have the best tasting cakes in the world, but rather emphasize the absolute splendor of your sugar creations. So those are the things that you learn from asking questions like that. And then, of course, after that, that's when we now try to um, ask for online reviews, you know, Google reviews or referrals or recommendations. And that is the role that customer service conversations uh, play when we are done with the post-sale process. And now we're done. uh, We're going to move on to another part of the post-sales process. And that's what people call the follow-ups, the follow-through, or what is called in the business-to-business context, you know, so for our brothers and sisters who are in other industries, maybe in, um, let's say, hospitality, maybe you work in the PR department or sales department in um, Hilton Hotel, or maybe you sell insurance or whatever, Um, people in that, in those kinds of industries, in the business context, they call that the relationship nurturing process. So you guys have bought this kind of a relationship now, we need to nurture that relationship, we need to keep things going, we need to make sure that, uh, you know, we're top of mind so that whenever people think of, um, whenever, you know, it springs to their head that, oh, okay, uh, Kelechi is doing uh, her baby naming, you know, she'll remember that, oh, Kemi of ABC wedding planning was really on point, so maybe we should talk to her, or... Uh, Okechuku of um, XYZ wedding photography um, was was really handy and so uh, we should talk to him as well. So in the um, relationship nurturing process or the follow-up process, I mean, how do you go about this? Your actual cadence or your actual flow, your actual steps, you know, step one, step two, step three, is going to depend upon the industry and the context in question. So there is no um, one-size-fits-all uh, approach. So the way that 
um, our said friend who works in public relations or sales for Hilton Hotel, the way she's going to follow up with somebody might not necessarily be the same as the way that, uh, you know, my cousin in Zenith Bank is going to follow up. And of course, it's not going to be the same for uh, those of us in the um, wedding industry. Now, before we go uh, into what those actual um, differences are, is something that I want to mention, and that is um, this stage, the follow-up stage, the follow-through stage, it assumes that you have gotten the right and the relevant appropriate contact details from the customer. So if you went through this whole process and you didn't get the bride's phone number, shame on you. There are some people who do that. Uh, well, sometimes it's not your fault because I've had that one wedding planner who for some reason was extremely gated. So I just got the vibe that um, I was not supposed to have contact with um, anyone before the day. I find it quite unorthodox because I think the wedding photographer should have a certain level of interaction with the bride to make sure that everything flows um, smoothly because after all, if she doesn't loosen up and get comfortable with the photographer and the video crew before the day, might not get um, nice, relaxed, uh, candid um, footage. But anyway, I realized that this wedding planner, I mean, she was really gated about the whole thing. So I decided to just um, free it because I can flow either way. So on the day, made nice conversations, but I didn't uh, try uh, getting contact details or anything later on because I am extremely high touch. I keep in touch with most of my brides and grooms. I mean, if we flow, whether we flow well or not, I will keep in touch until it's obvious that I can't bring any value to their lives after the wedding and likewise that there are no um, future prospects between us and then I just let things um, fizzle out so um, I'm extremely um, high touch and so I just decided to let it go because even if I got their contact details even if it was something as simple as saying um, uh, hey happy wedding anniversary you know if you go back to the wedding planner especially with how gated she seemed you know it might lead to frosty relations between us so I just let that go so um, outside of these sorts of situations where you're dealing with people who are very tense, gated, or abrasive around these issues, you actually should get the bride's phone number, you should get the groom's phone number, and maybe even momsy and popsy's uh, phone number. It depends on how well you are able to flow with uh, everybody on the day. Um, Yoruba wedding planners in particular based in Lagos I mean I'm sure they feel me on this point because Yoruba wedding planners uh, back in Lagos they do this thing quite well you know the whole uh, Ekarosa, uh, you know uh, mommy uh, daddy you know this this is that 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 and before you know it they know um, they know everybody in the whole family and Yoruba wedding planners they actually do quite a good job at that and so for those of us who don't have who don't seem to, who haven't learned this skill or who don't seem to have this skill in it, in us. It's something that we can, excuse me, <clears throat> something that we can learn from uh, watching our colleagues who seem to have this um, skill, um, uh, who have this, have this skill locked down. So for you Abuja folk who haven't traveled down to Lagos or, you know, Abiyokuta and those parts, when you happen to go there and you're photographing weddings or you're taking your video or you know doing whatever, just pay attention. You see that the uh, the Yoruba uh, wedding planners, particularly the women, you know they've they've got this thing about them where they're able to enter the family in quote, and so they're done. Not just I mean they may have started off knowing only the bride, but by the time they're finished with this thing, 
they know the bride, they know the groom, they know the groom's father and mom, uh, they know the bride's uh, mom and maybe some aunties, they've gotten phone numbers and anyway, that's just how that's just how they roll. So you need to make sure that you've gotten the appropriate, relevant, correct contact details, not just for the bride, but also for the uh, groom as well. You know, grooms are often ignored in this whole um, in this whole thing, but uh, yeah, get their contact details um, as well. Because they're going to uh, be useful when it comes to follow-ups, follow-through, and uh, what have you. The reason why you need to get all this information and as many contact points as possible is because you will find after the wedding that some people just have different modes about how they want to be kept in touch with. There are some brides who, uh, there are some brides that are just Instagram people. If you call, they won't answer. If you send a WhatsApp, they're not going to respond. But if you send a DM at 731, they will respond at 7.32. So I don't know how that works, whether they're always on um, Instagram all the time. But there are just some people that are like that. Some people are Instagram-only people. Some people are WhatsApp-only people. Some people are phone-call-only people. And surprisingly, there are some people who are email-only people. So um, when we're getting all these uh, info from them, we need to get as many as possible so that after the wedding our follow-up can just flow naturally through whatever um, media whatever means it is that uh, they prefer okay so now that we're done with that okay as i mentioned that uh, your cadence or flow depends upon the industry uh, in question now for some people i'm assuming this is an assumption because i'm not in the construction industry so i have no idea but i'm assuming that when you're in the construction um, industry that maybe it might be inappropriate to follow up on personal milestones. Well, this is where those of us in the wedding industry have a uh, um, a one-up, an advantage. Because since I took the wedding photographs, it is not odd for me to call the groom um, later on, maybe a year later, just to make small talk, you know, oh boy, how far now? How's it been? How's 2021? Should be business is picking up after this corona thing. Man, this corona really showed us shaky. Uh, how far now? How far, madam? Shay, don't happen. You know, stuff like that. Of course, you know, by that I'm making hints to whether they have uh, taken in or not, or whether they've dropped the baby. Depending on the relationship that you've built with the the clients, um, it might not be, it's not It's not inappropriate for a wedding photographer to do that, to say, uh, uh, madam, you know, how far, you know, what about the children? How are they? And then he laughs, ah, children care, we're just waiting on God, you know that kind of thing and you guys just flow it's not inappropriate and so those are things that we can do we wedding industry folks we can reach out using personal milestones so anniversaries if you celebrated if you took the so excuse me i have a bit of a cold so if you took the wedding photos on december 28th it's not going to be out of place for you to call you know december 24th next year to say Ah, one year coming up, offer, sure you guys are doing good, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what else? The birth of the kids, you know, you see on Instagram, because uh, most couples put up on Instagram when the baby comes, you know, so it's not a place for us photographer to call and say, ah, congrats, so I saw the picture, ah, twins, ah, you're a sharp guy, you know, blah, 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 you know, and all that talk that follows. So reaching out to anniversaries, personal milestones, uh, the birth of the children, sure. That is appropriate when it comes to we wedding and um, event professionals. 
So for those of you from other industries who happen to be listening to this podcast, I don't know what's appropriate for you guys. You might have to ask around with your colleagues and find out whether, for those of you in the banking space, for instance, whether it would be appropriate to have that kind of conversation to say, oh boy, how far now? Uh, how madame, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then enter personal stuff like, you know, whether they've had kids or whatever. So I don't know if that might be appropriate in the banking space. So ask around. So professional milestones as well. If you got all the details that you need from them, so let's say, for instance, you, you got them uh, their LinkedIn details and so they're on your LinkedIn as well. It's going to come up in the timeline. You're going to see that uh, your groom, Okechuku, from three years ago has now been promoted and he's now the um, director general of NTA or, you know, whatever. It would be appropriate to reach out to him to give him a call and say, oh boy, how far? I see your profile is rising. You know, uh, well done. You know, more power to you. Uh, you know, may God bless you and the family, blah, 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 you know, just hail him and, you know, shoot the breeze, you know, whatever. And same thing um, uh, with Madame. You might find out, like I did in my own case, that Madame has just uh, launched a business and wouldn't be out of place to say, um, oh, congrats, so I saw that you guys have uh, got this thing up and running. Uh, well done. What inspired you to do it? Oh, okay, that's good. If you need any support, I'm here. Just let me know. I'll help out any way that I can. And these are ways that you can um, keep uh, you can keep in touch. So uh, professional milestones as well, changing career, whether they've set up a business or things like that. Then this one is also important. You can also build your milestones around your product or your service um, maintenance um, schedules. So this is something that people in the business-to-business context are... are very familiar with so like for people who sell insurance you know insurance is renewed on an annual basis so um yes you guys uh may have closed the deal on january 1st but then it wouldn't be out of place for a good insurance agent to reach out again in october to say oh okay, how far now um what's up how you guys been she no problem you're happy with the policy abby so that means this december we're renewing abby okay cool oh you these are the concerns you have Okay, no, let me know the concerns now. Let's see how we can address it, blah, blah, blah. You know, start that conversation in October so that by the time December rolls round, it's pretty much a formality that you're just going to August House just to drop the form so that he will sign it and uh, that is that. So also can be the same thing for other people in the wedding um, industry, so around maintenance schedules. So like for me, uh, typically I keep my... Um, I keep... I send download links to the couples and I leave the download links up for several years, you know, sometimes three or maybe four years. So uh, if you if you have that kind of business practice like me, one of your reach out things later on, of course, you would have been doing all the personal stuff, you know, in the interim, but you also have one of those calls as well. And sometimes they do lead to future um, business. So like, oh, how far um, are you guys been? Um, I'm doing some spring cleaning. I'm getting rid of... Um, I'm getting rid of uh, old links right now. She, you guys still have all the photos. So, oh, no, we can't find them, blah, blah, blah. Can we still get them? Eh, no, no problem. I'll bring a flash drive to your house. And then you get there, and sometimes you do happen to have that conversation like I did, where it's like, oh, by the way, Momsi says she even wants an album self. We say, eh, okay, eh, no problem. So what would that entail? Eh, no, no, our life is this size and this size. If you guys want it to be like this, it's going to be X amount. If you want it like this, it'll be Y amount. If you want it like this, it's Z amount. And before you know it, you've got some some future business out of that. So um, using your maintenance um, schedules, uh, for those of us who have things like that, um, 
yeah, you can be part of the follow-up process as well. You know, the videographer reaching out to say, hey, what's up? Uh, I hope the DVD is okay. The thing hasn't scratched, Abby. It's still playing. Okay, uh, no Allah. Um, well, because if there were any issues, you know, we could have rectified the sharp sharp. But since everything is good, no problem. Just checking in on you guys. All right, bye-bye. Next time. So stuff like that for those of you who have a maintenance schedule. So I don't know how wedding planners would be able to apply this particular one or if you want an MC. But the bottom line is um, we can learn a lot about... Um, we can learn about um, a lot about follow-up, follow-through, nurturing relationships by looking at our brothers and sisters in um, other industries. So you can see how wedding photographers and videographers can use this whole thing about maintenance schedules um, as one of the ways of nurturing the relationship and being in touch. Now, if you have done a good job of using all these things that we've spoken about so far, uh, personal milestones, wedding anniversary, professional milestones, they're setting up a business, um, maintenance schedules, and what have you, whatever I can come up with. Now, it wouldn't be out of place for you once in a while to say, hey, you know what, we've actually got this promo running, we're doing this, we're doing that, you know, this is, this. I just thought I'd let you know in case you're interested. When you happen to do that, it's not going to be out of place. Now, the reason why I want to stress this particular is because I have lots of... Um, uh, other wedding industry professionals um, that I keep in touch with and they're constantly sending out these totally random out of the blue messages you know advertising their promos that this that this that that and um, it's not the best way to go about it to keep on sending out these um, random blasts why don't you cultivate a relationship with these people and that kind of gives you the right to reach out in a more meaningful way to say we're doing this and this and this uh, and that. So if you had been in touch with Kemi um, after the wedding, uh, you know, now that they have a baby and everything, if you are running this uh, uh, um, promo on, um, I don't know, maybe you're trying out chocolate fudge cakes or something and you're offering them at 20% uh, off, it actually would not be a problem for you to reach out to uh, Kemi and say that, oh, you have this promo running and everything. And so when it's uh, baby Isaac's uh, birthday in uh, in March, if she's interested, you know, she should let you know and you guys, you know, you whip her up a cake and stuff like that. Instead of constantly sending out these broadcast messages, because for some of us, like, uh, who are neither your previous... Um, customers or maybe even possible customers it's just a nuisance continue to receive these messages um from you guys i think you bet you're better off just building purposeful relationships with um your clients using some of these uh tips that we've discussed today and others that you will learn from people in other industries and then when the time is right you already have everybody's um contact details or you've sectioned them off into separate groups on whatsapp or something like that and you send out these messages, you know, they're relevant and then they um, uh, make them personalized if you can. But most importantly is that these messages are relevant and uh, they run the the higher, higher risk, as it is said in the gospel. They run the higher risk of uh, falling on fruitful ground and you might fall in some places and yield ten, you know, tenfold fruit in some places and twofold fruit in some places. But bottom line is... Let's get up to up to speed with uh, follow-up processes. Not just using what I've said here, but learning from people in other industries as well. Because um, 
there's money to be made when we follow these practices. And of course, I hope I've been able to convince you guys that you don't have to pressurize anybody into buying anything from you in the future. You don't have to keep all those perpetual blasts on WhatsApp. If you just keep in touch with them using the qualification frameworks, using these follow um, follow through follow up frameworks, relationship um, nurturing frameworks, you'll be able to find out what their personal motivations are, you know, in time, and you'll be able to align that with your sales process and make easier sales. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.